Hey guys, this is Haley of Real Peach Yoga, and today we have a nice spring awakening podcast um, where I'm going to talk to you about some more, quote, woo-woo healing practices. Um, As many of you might feel, since spring has finally sprung, as it's getting warmer, everything's blooming, all of the pollens and allergens are just at full force. So, of course, you might be reaching for your allergy medicine, which totally cool. I also use allergy medicine, but in conjunction with that, we can start to incorporate a lot of these non-traditional practices uh, of healing into our daily routines to try to get some more, you know, holistic, long-lasting healing without putting too many toxic chemicals in the body. So crystals and stones and also the um, sound bowl healing are what I'm going to focus on and how they can have long-lasting healing effects on your soul, your body, your mind, and as well as um, helping to deepen your meditation and or your spiritual connection. Now, the deepening of a spiritual connection is very subjective and might not resonate for some. Totally cool. You take what you want and, you know, do do what feels good for you. Because there are a lot of um, these healing practices that have been used by Eastern religions, indigenous tribes, and many different spiritualities, as well as by, you know, Western New Age communities. And they often do get an eye roll when mentioned, but the science behind it and the validity of, you know, personal experience really cannot be denied. And of course, I'm sitting outside recording this, and within the last five minutes, almost everything in front of me has been coated by pollen. So sorry for the sniffles. I'm just definitely feeling it today. So I can guarantee you after this, I will be going to uh, do some yoga and crystal healing myself. (laughs) But anyways, um, you know, an open mind and the willingness to be receptive um, can be required to like facilitate true healing that has deep lasting effects on the mind and spirit. But of course, I said the two that I'm going to focus on are the Tibetan sound bowls and the, the stones. Because, you know, these are just tools that are being used. What we are really getting out of these objects is the vibrational frequencies that resonate from them and the way sound resonates as vibrations into our body. Because vibrations are just energy. And we ourselves are beings of energy. Everything in this earth that exists is energy. So we're definitely interested in, you know, the unique vibrations of these specific objects and how they affect the mind, body, and spirit. So crystals and their power um, have been recognized and used since ancient times. Example, Egyptians, Mayans, Sumerians, and they have had a huge hand in our modern technologies and medicines. Um, A lot of the, you know, vibrations, um, that are harnessed from these crystals are used in our modern technologies and medicines. Um, A lot of medicines can be derived from, you know, certain uh, minerals from the earth. But then again, you know, they become like processed, chemical laden, of course, whatever. I also use allergy medicine in conjunction with them. There is no problem with combining our modern Western medicine with these non-traditional practices. It's embracing that balance. So when a crystal is placed on the body, 
the energies work together to shift and change the vibrations and you know this have a physical effect on a cellular level we are changing our body's vibrations to match the vibration of this stone it helps you know cleanse um, to change and shift and transform these energies into something more positive and healing and you know each stone um, type that you see sometimes you go into one of these new age bookstores and there's like a wall of like 200 different stones and types and oh my so while each one has unique vibrational energy that affects the body um, honestly for a myriad of different uh, reasons anything from migraines anxiety digestion hormonal imbalance um, heightening your psychic intuition um, helping ease fear of change and resentment so many different things that we can get from these natural stones that the world is just giving us. And there are definitely um, many ways that you can use them. Whatever feels um, more comfortable for you, it's a personal practice. So you take, you know, what you learn or what you hear from people and you integrate it into your own methods. Every individual and perception is different. So, you know, take what resonates for you. Um, because there are three main ways that they interact with the body and uh, facilitate these um, specific outcomes, you know? So you have clearing. Crystals um, have the ability to absorb and remove certain energies. And that definitely helps like when, you know, you have a migraine and you have certain energies happening within, you know, your skull that are causing all of these excruciating pains. But... If you have the right crystals and you place them on your head, what have you, and you can meditate with them, just lay with them, you can start to feel a transformation of the energies within your head. It's like the stones are helping to remove the toxicity and the negativity that is causing this migraine to help transform it into a healing energy. I personally have gotten migraines since I was like four years old. And so that's 20 years of migraines. And there would be times where I would have one every single day or I'd have one continuous migraine that would last for a month. And, you know, I just kind of recently, within the past couple of years, got into all of these holistic healing practices. But I honestly wish so hard that I had had them way sooner. Because I like to do a lapis lazuli with um, a piece of selenite and of course, Google these. If you don't know anything about stones, there are plenty of, of books and websites that can give you all the information you need. But I take these two stones and I place them on my head wherever I feel the source of the pain and try to meditate, breathe, drink water, and give it time. And I have certainly felt relief from them. And so that's why I say, you know, personal experience doesn't lie. And if you want to chalk it up to a placebo effect, then you have to realize that even that placebo effect is still having healing properties within the body. So if that's what you want to chalk it up to, then great. Let yourself be placebo effect into health. <laughs> it's great. I mean, our body's ability to heal itself with these, you know, natural tools is honestly just breathtaking to me. So number two, energizing. We can also um, give the body energy. So with the clearing, um, generally the stones are trying to take away energies from the body. But then energizing, we are using these certain crystals to 
basically transfer energy into the body. We're transferring certain vibrations into us. And the crystals essentially change the energetic frequencies um, within the practitioner. And it's honestly, it's quantum energy into the mind and body that helps transform us on like a cellular level. Amazing. <laughs> and our third, balancing. So of course, balancing um, is more of a combination of clearing and energizing. So then you have both of those properties working together to achieve more of a harmony, alleviating disease from the body, which is, you know, generally caused by some type of energetic or chemical imbalance. So if we have these um, stones that are giving and taking energy, we are transforming ourselves on a cellular level to achieve this natural health. And, you know, there, there isn't really the one specific way to use them. Just simply being around them has a transformative um, experience and works well to, like, balance the body. Because, you know, a lot of people suggest just keeping certain stones within certain rooms of your home. Um, keeping one at your workstation, in your car, in your pocket, in your backpack, your purse, wherever. And also, sleeping with stones can have an effect on the quality of sleep and literally transforms your energies overnight. <laughs> as well as some have um, protective energies and can be used, um, you know, in the aid of safe travel. So keeping certain stones in your car helps give you this um, energy of safety. And especially great for some empaths and conduits, people who are very sensitive to other people's energies. It's really, um, there are some stones that help to protect your mental energy from absorbing um, negativity and such from other people. As well, you know, energy and focus. They can be kept with you while you're working for the same reasons. They can help to uh, deepen a yoga practice or meditation and deliver a certain energy that will help aid in your, you know, inner connection to the universe and or your inner connection to your higher self. But it is important to remember, crystals give and take energy, and it's important to cleanse and replenish them regularly to ensure that they work, you know, their most efficiently. And it can be done a few ways, and it doesn't have to be, it can be done as often as you feel necessary. Um, maybe you have a giant sickness or a stomach ache that you're trying to help go away, and it's major. After, you know, something like that, maybe cleanse it so that way next time it is clear and its energy is replenished so that it can work again the same way and as effectively. Because once crystals um, absorb certain types of energies, it obviously needs to be released before um, it can work again. And there are tons of different ways to do this. And, you know, each person really comes into their own practice and... Um, gets their own methods. And it's important to remember that some types of crystals cannot be cleansed in the ways that others are. And I'll explain in just in a moment. So crystals give and take, you know, energy. Oh, I already said that. <laughs> I've already lost my train of thought a little bit. Good for allergy brain. I've already taken some medication. So like I said, I'm about to go do some yoga and clear my own energies and get back to a good healthy place. So, water cleansing. Um, this is where type of crystal is super dependent on whether or not you can cleanse with water. 
because certain crystals like selenite, um, which is the one I mentioned earlier about helping um, clear the energies of like a headache, is super soft and they dissolve when they get wet. So just be mindful of what type of crystal it is that you're using will determine what type of method you're going to clear it with. Um, smudging, sage, incense, or other types of clearing um, smoke to release and recharge. And of course, if you're sensitive to smells or smokes, this one might not be for you. Or hey, have some one of your friends do it for you. But um, as well as, you know, smudging um, in your home helps to clear negative energies within the home. It has the same effect on crystals and humans. Um, and my personal favorite that I use um, the most often, well, I use it once a month because it's a full moon, uh, moonlight cleansing. The energy from the moon, especially the full, when the moon is at its fullest during the month, is honestly one of the most powerful tools. And yeah, you can generally feel like the strongest um, effects of the full moon cleansing. And you can also use the sun, um, also type dependent, because some crystals will um, start to fade in the sunlight. So type dependent, just be mindful of your crystal and what it needs. So yeah, how do you know which one to use and what they're for? This is a big one and I feel like this is definitely a question that, get, uh, that gets asked the most often because there are so many types. How do you choose? So some people, you know, they pick them based on the specific qualities, um, their individual properties. Um, based on, you know, their desired healing outcome and what they need. And this totally works. So there is absolutely no shame in this and going to like look up the crystal and then buying it specifically because of its description. But my personal favorite, the way that I use um, to pick my crystals is going into somewhere that has like crystal wool or what have you and a new age bookstore. Um, is browsing them without like reading any tags or description and just kind of visually looking, maybe touching them until you have kind of this distinct feeling or can kind of sense one that's calling to you or resonates with your needs. And, you know, for me, without fail, this method has led me to the exact crystals that I'm always in need of because the mind and body um, will automatically become, you know, attracted to the energy that it's really requiring to heal and balance. And, this has definitely proved for me to be the best method and it's kind of fun it's especially a little game to play like okay is my intuition correct well i actually picked the crystal that resonates with me in this moment and it has for me i'll go in and i'll see like five of them and i'll pick out each one that you know i feel a connection to or that I feel is kind of calling to me the one that you know your eye stops on and lingers for just a moment more than the others so I pick it up record the name and then once I actually read the descriptions and the tags I come to realize oh great this is literally exactly what I was looking for it's strange how that works huh so that's crystals I mean that's a very brief rough overview and of course if you have any questions or if you need any, you know, more in-depth conversation about the world of crystals, you can always um, come to me, browse the internet, do whatever research you want on your own. And now we're going to move into our Tibetan sound bowls. So sound energy medicine 
it literally helps the brain waves uh, synchronize with you know the resonance of the sound from the bowls. Sonic sound waves um, are more than just heard, they're actually felt within the body. Uh, the tones that are produced by these um, sound bowls physically change in the body to reduce stress. They harmonize the cells in the body to balance the energetic systems. I stimulate the immune system and change the brain waves. It, it synchronizes both hemispheres of the brain and, you know, creates such a harmony and helps to relieve all of these ailments. It's absolutely amazing. Sometimes I will, you know, have my crystals and at the same time I will listen to um, some sound bowl um, healing videos if I don't have an actual bowl available, which is a very good point. You don't need to buy one because they can be quite expensive, but the most pure sound is going to be what you're getting in person when you're actually doing it yourself. But I often find um, myself gravitating towards like YouTube videos or playlists on Spotify where I find, you know, the right playlist or um, song slash video for me because it helps to, you know, deepen the meditative state, relieve physical pain, especially headaches, stress relief, relaxation. It's just absolutely astounding what the mind can, what the, what the mind and body can do with just something as simple as sound waves. Because our, you know, all of humans, we have our chakras, the main energetic points in the body, um, that are lined up from the crown of the head all the way down to the base of the spine, and they, these um, chakras that go up and down are crossed with two um, energetic hemisphere channels to the right and left side of the body. And disease is uh, generally created, you know, when balance is lost and the energies are disrupted or not able to flow properly. And the sound um, that comes from these bowls vibrates these energetic centers and, you know, with the proper frequencies and, um, that are struck and heard and felt by the body, it helps to clear and restore the flow of energy, which is where, you know, the basis of healing occurs. The effects are seen and felt by the body and mind, and so the brain waves, the brain waves literally start to reform and rejuvenate with these sounds. So when the mind and body um, harmony is achieved, healing happens, you know, we're, we're restored, we can feel the physical effects and the spiritual effects, you can reach a higher state of consciousness and be in tune with like the frequencies of reality, the frequency of the universe, you know, Om was the first um, sound in the universe and some cultures widely believe that everything in existence came from this sound wave. And so when we think in those terms, if we integrate these sounds into the body, we're healing ourselves with just the natural forces of the universe. And it's really the most pure and, you know, holistic way to heal. And with regular use and practice, um, it's achieved and maintained. And, you know, obviously it is a practice. So it's something that, you know, can be practiced regularly and will just achieve more and more healing as time goes on. You won't be, you know, healed the first time, but maybe after a couple of uses, you start to see these effects as your energies are actually being able to flow um, 
in their proper way, in their intended way. Because me personally, um, I felt this calling to non-traditional healing and, you know, I've started doing my research on like the science behind the practices after uh, using the techniques um, myself and having the firsthand experience of the benefits and the beauties of these practices. And to me, I feel like there is nothing better than nature's healing tools um, and that, you know, the universe gave us what we needed to heal ourselves because we're composed completely of these sounds and vibrations. Like, that's what we are at our core. So really, to me, it had, like, made sense that to achieve, like, you know, the perfect harmonic healing um, in the most naturally intended way is to use what the universe gave us. And of course, I do not disagree that Western medicines and things can aid this healing, that there can be a balance, because yes, the universe gave people the knowledge and the abilities to come up with, you know, all of these modern technologies and medicines, but it's doing your research and realizing which ones are actually more harmful than, than good. A lot of the new medications and pharmaceuticals have more side effects and warnings and dangers than they do good. So take it with a grain of salt, do your own research, make your own choices, obviously. But, you know, if the universe is all created from the same materials, um, awareness of how we can use these resources to achieve the harmony and balance, it's honestly the most lasting and natural effects that to me feel the most healthy. So there's that. Please, everybody, um, if you feel, you know, allergy late in this week, just maybe try some crystals and some sound bowls, see how it is. But you have to remember to be kind of receptive to these holistic practices. They're going to work, especially if you believe in them. The more you believe, the more you achieve. I just did finger guns at you. Good job, everybody. Well, yes, this is my little tidbit on holistic healing and just two of my favorite practices um, that can help achieve these goals. So please, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or if you want to just chat about holistic healing, I am totally all ears because this is one of my favorite topics and I feel very passionately about it. So I hope this gave you a tiny bit of insight into, you know, the world of non-traditional healing. Now, of course, I could probably do hours upon hours talking about them and maybe will at a later date. But now here is your small tidbit. <laughs> I hope everybody enjoyed this today. And thank you for listening. I am um, definitely really grateful for all of my listeners and anybody who is choosing to support me on this journey, as well as, you know, I am trying to support you on this journey. So it's mutual effort. All right, guys. Namaste.